0: you're listening to Derek McCutcheon's rebellious jukebox I cam going. Good evening and welcome to Rebellious Jukebox here in Cam Glen Radio in 107.9 FM with me Denny McCutcheon. I'm with you through till 10 o'clock as usual on a Monday. What's coming up in the show tonight? Well, all the way from Dusseldorf, I've got Eileen LeClaire in the studio. She's going to be playing live for us. She's on a short UK tour just now and uh, I'm very pleased that she's been able to come into Cam Glen Radio and uh, you'll certainly hear her playing live later in the show. We kicked off there with Bjork and that was Human Behaviour and here is Lola and Slacks and. This is Postscript in Blue.
1: Sweetheart beetles in gummy bear suits Night blooms in sailor blues Heart so bold Crying black, black tears Weeping city flowers Scream violent dreams You arrived on our travels Filled the night boat with Back came out gazing at Sauterelle Mignon Heart so bold, crying back black, black tears Babies, Saint Raphael's ghost, balconies of broken hearts from coast to coast, small town scars tearing at your seams. Heaven sent small sparrows to honor your stream.
2: Eric McCutcheon. On Cam Glenn Radio.
0: That was Kate Clover there, all the way from LA, and that was Crime Waved. And you may still have time to get out there tonight and catch her at the Flying Ducks. She's a headline act, so I'm guessing about nine o'clock. Here's a PJ Harvey. This is from 1998, and this is a perfect day, Elise.
3: You're listening to Derek McCutcheon's Rebellious Jukebox on Cam Glen Radio,
0: 107.9 FM. That was this mortal coil there with uh, the 16 Days Gathering Dust, that's the remastered version. Now I'm really pleased to welcome Eileen LeClaire to Camp Glenradio. Welcome Eileen.
3: Thank you for inviting me.
0: Uh, No problem at all, it's great that you could pop in. And you're on a short UK tour, so uh, you're busy as well.
3: Yeah, exactly. I just started touring on Saturday in Edinburgh at the Leith Depot and uh, from now on it goes slowly down... Words. to the better weather, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although I have to, I cannot complain, like the yeah. weather has been really great actually.
0: How was the Leith Depot?
3: Oh, that was such a beautiful and amazing uh, one day festival with various artists that all performed brilliant pieces. So I'm very, very pleased with this whole day actually. And it was really such a pleasure to perform there.
0: Yeah, and that's one of the proper music venues through in Edinburgh as well. Now, if you to tell us about Eileen Leclerc, what could you tell us?
3: Well, actually, I'm an interdisciplinary artist from Dusseldorf, Germany. And um, I have, uh, basically my main focus is music, but a lot of other things are being built around that as well. Like um, performances and installations and sculptures, but it always has a base in music. So, yeah, I think um, for me it's very uh, important to create like environments for people with the music I make, and I think that that's basically um, very much the main part.
0: Yeah, and a multi instrumentalist, are you?
3: Yeah, I play. With several instruments like synthesizers and drum machines and loop stations and all that electronic stuff. Um uh, but also I actually learned the flute and classical singing so
0: um and what's your go to then when you when you're writing and when you're sitting and spending some time writing songs then how do you do that?
3: Um actually I first might spent two days to find just one sound. Mm-hmm. And one sound that actually sparks the idea for the whole piece so if I find that sound which which can take five seconds but it can also take several days and then through that I like like work out a melody and um, and drums and with loops and then actually I do travel through the songs while I'm writing them and I really hope that the perception works the same way (laughs)
0: So it's not like I was going to say, what's your go-to instrument, your main instrument, but then it's anything then, that's creating sound, that's where you're going to start.
3: Exactly, yeah. For me, it's a little bit like uh, playing with Lego or something. Yeah. I've, I've, I have a very structural approach to um, music, I think.
0: build all the pieces and put them together.
3: Exactly, like take one away and then put a red one in and then take that away <laughs> or like put three blue ones on there, build... I don't know, some kind of structure, and um, then through that, create spaces that I or other people can travel to. Mm.
0: Now, you're going to play a few tunes for us tonight, you know, and we've got plenty of time, so why don't I let you do your first one? What are you going to do for us first?
3: The first one's actually called Introduction.
0: Perfect. I'll let you go on with it.
3: Turning
4: Towards Myself I'm Scared of Seeing what is Inside Look at me Between palm trees Look at me I'm in the basement underneath No room has not existed
0: Eileen, that was brilliant. Thank you. And the the flute there as well. You said you said you taught yourself the flute. How recently was that?
3: Um, actually, I sorry, <laughs> I didn't teach myself the flute. I actually learned it while, well, when I started learning the flute when I was six. All right. And uh, that's the one instrument I, I think I know to play best. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I'm most nervous about every time. <laughs>
0: And in English, it's a flautist. Is that the same for yourself? Somebody that plays the flute?
3: Well, yeah. It's. I would say like, it's not my signature, but yeah. I, I really like to play with it, like play around, especially with like electronics. I I actually t- stopped playing the flute at some point because I, well, as a teenager, at some point you think it's not cool enough anymore, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I rediscovered it uh, by using it with uh, various electronic effects and stuff. So.
0: That was very nice. <laughs> so, you said you were six when you you were playing the flute then, but how did it all start for you? How did music start for you in performance?
3: Um, I, I was always, like, surrounded by music. It was, like, an important part, but then on the other hand, not, like, academically somehow. And um, with six, I was able to choose an instrument to learn, and I chose the flute because it was, like, so shiny and... <laughs> looking nice you know like um and then i actually started studying art Uh
4: um
3: and i didn't make music at that time i started quite late uh with making my own music i first started making installations and um creating spaces where people can enter and experience a sort of a narrative Um, and i very quickly realized that that needs sound because sound is such a dominant uh, part of a space so first of all, I just had some drone sounds and I quickly got it. I just got this like program, Ableton, and then uh, a whole new world opened up and I realized, okay, I can create whole worlds just with sound. And so I fell in love with it.
0: Um, and music and art and performance are very much interconnected anyway, aren't they?
3: I think so. I i actually don't understand why it would be like separated or be, or why it would be uh, taught in separate Institutions and places that doesn't make much sense to me
0: and what about uh, musical influences then, you know, where do your musical influences, what you're doing is very eclectic so, um, you know, I, I can't identify anything directly from what your performance is like so what, what, what musical influences have you got
3: I think everything that's actually quite um, like real band based uh, is what I grew up with like, can be from, like, the Beatles to, like, hardcore or all s- everything in between. But then also, I grew up with a lot of multicultural music, um, which is due to my half half German background, and my parents were always engaged in, like, cultural festivals and, like, a m- multicultural community where music played a big role as well, which is more like world music. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, but then at some point I think a lot of this music is also influenced by um, artists like Scott Walker or which I very much love uh, in terms of how he structures things and destructures and how things get dragged a little bit longer than expected or shorter and um, so I think that that has been a very big influence but then also more pop cultural things like Pulp or, mm. um, yeah, well, actually quite a lot of different stuff. It's it's this mixture, I would say, <laughs> of a lot of different stuff.
0: Yeah, uh, definitely for me, that's obviously where it sits. What about performing in English then? Tell me about that.
3: Um, I have some songs in German, which I actually recently uh, wrote, but it took, me quite a while to figure out how to sing in German. Th- it, it might sound weird, uh-huh. but it has to do with phonetics. Like, the English language is traveling via uh, all the vowels because it has so many vowels. So And the sound travels with vowels. So um, Since for me, like, the voice... I use the voice as an instrument more than just a transportation of words. Um, so, English is a very... Um, good language um, very uh, pleasing language to, to do that with since there's so many vowels and then you have all the consonants in German so there you really have to figure out how to sing yeah. in German
0: now, nobody's ever explained it like that to me before. And, and I guess, you know, But when we see a lot of Europeans that create music in English, you know, and it's it's understanding why that's the case and is it is it to increase popularity and get further afield and things like that. But obviously, you've given a different explanation there. So um, maybe about the construction of the songs. Now, we're going to get as much from you as we can tonight. So what are you going to play for us next?
3: Um, it's It's actually a new song. It's not released yet. It's called Hotel Panoramico.
0: We do like an exclusive.
3: Sorry. We do
0: like an exclusive that nobody's heard before. So, yeah, whenever you're ready to go, then.
3: I think I'm ready.
4: no back, no matter how much I reflect, conscious corrodes while I panic about the things that I said is repetitive yet organic, I'm trapped in decay seems rapid. I know that I relaxed Expressing disgust Is a matter of trust Embarrassed I keep silent
0: Thank you once more, Eileen. Now, you kind of mentioned it before, but is the performance, is that your happy place? Would you rather be performing than recording, or how how does that work for you?
3: Um, Sorry. (laughs) Um, Actually, mm, my happy place is recording, like just like really exploring the sounds and creating the worlds and that's really like the best moment for me um, where I can really dive into different universes And um, but like performing is more like the adventure part of it yeah. where I go on like different adventures and try out things with the stuff I um, composed and where there's also this communication between what I did in solitude Um, and the audience and that's always a place where you learn and where you grow and where um, you discover especially new things about yourself I think that that's the big adventure there Mm -hmm.
0: now you mentioned about songwriting and it's like building blocks and putting things together do you how does it physically work then do you have to have all your equipment set up and are you experimenting or how does it get done
3: yeah I have all my equipment set up and I have a computer program and um, also some digital instruments as well and then I usually I usually start with a synthesizer and just like trying to find find the right sound and um, then find a melody and record like maybe a little bit like just a little piece can be a few seconds and that's where then start building the whole song around and try to find the right drums and and where they go and when I'm stuck just playing around and experimenting a little bit also with coincidences just to gather ideas and then um, deconstruct these coincidences again to make them actually work and so yeah that's that's a little bit of the process
0: Now we're on the radio and I can see you next door in the studio so to the people out there explain to them what equipment you've got there what's with you today?
3: Um, sorry, sorry. What, yeah,
0: no problem. You take a drink. No, it's just to to explain what equipment you're using today. What have you all got in there? You look quite busy with all the equipment.
3: Yeah, I I got an MPC, which is a drum machine where I got all the the drums on. Then I got a loop station. Um, I actually got a two-loop station, but one is like purely for looping. Um, so basically that repeats little bits of, um. Anything I record live or pre-record, whatever, d- it differs. And um, then I have another loop session, but it's also like a voice transforming machine where I can basically um, sing live and create, uh, if I want, a choir live oh. or like harmonies live. or um, Yeah, so that's actually one of my favorite toys to like... <laughs>
0: play with your voice
3: play with my voice around yeah. life that, that's just like I think that's uh, also something very special about uh, the time we live in like there was a time when I wish like I, I wish I was born in the I don't know 60s so I could have uh, gone to all these like concerts of these like icons of the 70s or something but now I'm actually quite happy I'm alive now uh, to play around with those toys
0: And of course that's live as well. You know, these voice effects are live. They're not samples or anything.
3: Exactly, and that I find very, very exciting.
0: And uh, a synthesizer as well?
3: Uh, Yeah, there's like synthesizers. There are like some parts I play live, some parts I put before on the machine to be able to actually handle everything at the same time. Mm. It's always a little bit of like mm, estimating how many things at once I can do with two hands.
0: <laughs> and your flute as well? Is, that, is it a special flute? Has it got a title?
3: Uh Yeah, so I have, uh, well, the flute, it's a normal flute, and then I have foot pedals, and it's just a yeah, a regular flute.
0: Right. <laughs> now, I'll, I'll ask you about the subject matter, but we'll, we'll do another song first, I think, and then we can talk about the subject matter and your lyrics.
3: Um, so the next song is "Underwater Love," and it's actually from a jellyfish project I've been working on together with a friend of mine.
0: Yeah, maybe ask you about that as well, then. Right, I'll let you go on with it.
3: Martinus is a link. Uh-
0: use you with all that equipment you've got in there. got me intrigued then so you need to tell me about the jellyfish project
3: <laughs> so the jellyfish project started um, yeah, not long ago actually, a couple of months half a year, a little bit longer um, I started that together with uh, Verena Mais who is the founder of the Quallen Institute which is the jellyfish institute uh, in Düsseldorf and um, well somehow we found together via some weird coincidences during corona and since then we've been working together and she's she basically got me totally excited about jellyfish. it's it's like um, these jellyfish are just such crazy creatures without bones and um, some of them don't die they just like grow younger and older again they're immortal and they also might have some solutions or like parts of solutions for like climate change and the oceans because they filter the water then on the other hand you can eat them mm. so we also released uh, actually on Christmas we released <laughs> um, the song why don't you eat a jellyfish pizza so
0: it's
3: a very poppy song and it's like um, uh, we actually applied for the Eurovision Song Contest and i'm sure we would have done better than germany did. Yeah. Uh, it's not not so hard though. <laughs> bars not high. um yeah. so that that's the jellyfish project.
0: yeah. <laughs> and it, how was applying for the Eurovision con- song contest. how did that go?
3: um actually it was like it was born out of a joke. um we we wrote this song and first instinct of everyone was like this is such a eurovision song so the applications got up and i said okay let's let's do it so we also had something to kick our own asses to (laughs) basically (laughs) uh, start um finishing the song up and releasing it so basically it was like the best thing we could have done
0: (laughs) now i said i would ask you about the lyrics and the subject matter that you you sing about but let's have another song first if you don't mind and then we can chat about that
4: In between two moments, I welcome the vanishing sun. I welcome the vanishing.
0: Thanks once more, Eileen. What's the title for that one?
3: Well-known figures.
0: And I said we are touching the subject matter, so what's that one about?
3: Um, Well, that one is from the album Sculpture Rituals, and it's about this... um, moment of inspiration, usually when you're not in a place where you can create, actually. Like, I don't know, like a night out with friends, and you see all the lights, and you you have all these talks, and... um, The night seems endless and that's when you get, like, sparkling ideas and then you have the choice, like, to leave immediately and work on it or risk that this idea is going to be gone forever.
0: (laughs) And subject matter then, what kind of things do you write about?
3: Um, My debut album, Sculpture Rituals, is basically a concept album about the artistic working process. So it's basically a journey through the different emotional steps of the process of creating and um i think for my new album that i'm working on right now um it's especially mental health (laughs) Uh (laughs) to say it as such a simple but not simple thing um which i've been as many many people during COVID, i've been like getting into a lot of stuff and um, writing really helped me like, process things
0: and so will that be self-reflective then? It is think self- about a bit of yourself in that
3: it is self-reflective but then it also is not only that but it's also like um, a lot about observing how especially dur- during that period of time other people dealt with um, these topics as well mm. and how how they try to like overcome things or sort out things or actually give up or not, and um so it's also a very observing perspective towards myself but also other others
0: and you said it's like building blocks when you're writing a song, so is it can I build the music first then think about lyrics or the two things happening at once
3: um usually it's uh it starts with uh the topic itself um, Not as like a finished text, but more like as like different parts of this topic and thoughts in my head. But it it clearly has a vision, what it should express. And then I start musically and then I add the lyrics afterwards. But the music still is built on what this song is supposed to be about.
0: Yeah, and I guess it's always a work in progress as well. I guess you'll, especially when you're doing it all yourself, you can add bits and pieces and take bits and pieces away as you're you're creating. Another song? Is that good for you?
3: Yeah, sure.
0: (coughs) What have we got this time?
3: Um, The Doctors. It's also from the next album.
0: Right, thank you very much. again Eileen. Tell us about that one, what's that one about?
3: Well that um, it's basically about really needing help and not getting it. Um, There's of course a system that should provide help but I also recently got reminded of that. Um, Sometimes it fails and it's sometimes very hard to get into that system especially when you're in a place where you might not be able to organise that for yourself.
0: Mm. I think uh, listening to that, uh, there's similar issues for us here. Is obviously, I, I guess that's kind of based in your, your home and in Düsseldorf as well. So, yeah, similar things. And COVID has been a hard one for everybody.
3: Exactly, yeah.
0: Now, you're on a short UK tour just now. So, you leave Depot. You're in here tonight. What else has come up for you?
3: Well, tomorrow there will be a 10-year anniversary of uh, the film Dummy Gym by Matt Hals. And I'm invited to perform there as well, so I'm very excited about that. It's going to be in Edinburgh. Um, And then we slowly drive down. We have a camper van, which is also a performance machine, so we might do some guerrilla gigs in between and then um have the next gig sec- in Halifax on the twenty second as well as um another radio show at Resonance FM. Yep. And then also um we d- I do a gig in Bristol and Horsham probably and uh Reading and <laughs> <laughs> Help me out Matt, help me out. <laughs> Reading Hastings <laughs> the world yeah, I, I, I lost oversight, I have to say, but it's, gonna, uh, it's all on my Instagram, so if you want to fact check what I just said, yeah. <laughs> go yeah. on my
0: Instagram. Now, uh, oh. guerrilla gigs then, so have you places in mind for that? Or are you playing it by ear?
3: Um, sorry, w- for what, what, which gig?
0: For the guerrilla gigs that you're oh talking no, about. I think you? it's
3: gonna, just going to be a spontaneous thing. Uh, we thought of uh, the beach. Depending on the weather, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so fingers crossed, and um, I think I will like uh, as soon as we got a place uh, where we're going to do it, I will post it also, so yeah. that people, if they're around, they have the chance to. Yeah, get a
0: find that group of people and draw them in.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, good luck with that. And when w- when are you heading home? Is that in your sights.
3: Um, I think we're heading home on the fifth of August.
0: Right. <laughs> so still, what's that, a couple of weeks then? Yeah. So yeah, we still have quite some time. What been our song for us?
3: Um, so we have this adventure. And for that, I would really like to invite Matt, who is also here today, yep. Matt Hulse. Um,
0: you know, Matt's actually got a chair here with his name on it. He's been here so many times. <laughs> <laughs> he can't hear me can he?
3: <laughs> so um I wanna invite Matt to actually perform this song with me.
0: Right. Draw him in then <laughs> Amém Thanks, Eileen and Matt, for that one. Reminders of the title again?
3: Um, This Adventure.
0: This Adventure. Right. And how did that one come about, your collaboration with Matt?
3: Um, We actually quite spontaneously decided to collaborate on that because I really love um, the way um, Matt writes poems and texts and stuff. So um, I actually asked him to. Um, perform this one with me, (laughs) (laughs) quite spontaneously.
0: Now, we mentioned this uh, UK tour, have you performed over here before?
3: Um, I've performed in Reading twice last year, which was um, quite fun, since uh, it was all a very coincidental story about actually meeting Matt and then having the 75th anniversary of the friendship between Reading and Dusseldorf, which are Twin Cities. Which uh, I didn't know by then somehow, it somehow passed me and then um, this whole thing happened and it was really this like great bond which I totally underestimated between those cities and that, that was really a brilliant ceremony and I'm, I'm very, very grateful I slipped into that and that was very nice. Yeah.
0: I keep an eye on Matt's socials and I've seen all that as well. So yeah, they, I, I guess he's playing his part in that link as well. <laughs> Now, you, you mentioned your album that's already out there. Do you keep an eye on Spotify? Do you, do you see which countries are listening? Is, is that something? And, and is the UK listening?
3: Yeah, actually, there, there was also one reason why I decided to do this UK tour. Um, there are usually more listeners from the UK than from Germany. So I mm. thought, well, then go to the people who <laughs> yeah. who maybe want to see that live.
0: <laughs> and you, you mentioned a new album. Is that in progress just now or is it still to be recorded?
3: Um, the second album that is still in progress and I really hope to release it by the beginning of next year. So I think you've got to wait a little bit. But if you come to the shows, you can enjoy those songs live already.
0: And do you record at home? You don't have to go yeah, in the studio? I, I
3: do have a studio at home. I'm very right. lucky. So... Um, I can actually work from home quite well.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I think that's good for creatives as well, because if you're paying for studio time, that's going to stifle your creativity and your opportunity to work on things, isn't it?
3: Exactly, and uh, I mean, sometimes limitations can also help, but um, I have to say, being able to just every day go in there, everything is set up already, so you don't... I mean, I think the creative process has, like, a lot of stones in the way anyway. Uh, you have to organise yourself you have to financially support yourself you have to have the head space for it and life comes in between all the time so having a space where everything is already set up and you can just like hop in and just also work for 10 minutes sometimes yeah. so that, that is very valuable and I wish that for everyone who works creatively
0: <laughs> I guess the only thing is for if you work at home is to say that's it, stop that's it, created stop thinking with it.
3: <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, it goes both ways. Like, once you work on it, you have to, like, stop working. And, but once you're, like, at home, you also see all the, the other everyday sh- stuff that's going on. So ignoring then that and going to work is also the other, the other part.
0: <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm chatting too much, I think. So Let's. can you do us another song then? Sure. What's this one?
3: That one's called Divine Light Orgasm.
0: Right, don't let you go with that. Thanks again, Eileen. Did you study music at all? Was it part of your education?
3: Um, actually, no. <laughs> no. I didn't really study uh, music. I I studied fine arts. I actually think that helps quite a lot um, with music as well.
0: Yeah.
3: It gives you like uh, I was very f- this like studies that I did. They were very free, and you could basically do whatever you liked and Um, there was also sound studio, so I could play around and the idea was like if you want to do something you think of what you want to do and then you ask for help with experts like people Mm. who are good at that field and I think this process of learning that actually helped a lot with whatever it is I set my mind on and um, yeah I think that that's how I actually taught myself
0: (laughs) now you've got a wonderful voice have you ever done anything down the classical route
3: i got classical singing lessons yeah for a few years that's there was a moment when i thought next to art i need a hobby Uh (laughs) it didn't work out obviously (laughs) it's not a hobby anymore so yeah it it was uh, trying to have something besides just having the whole life filled with work but i don't think that's possible (laughs)
0: <laughs> and have you have you performed classically?
3: Um. Actually, no, because I, when I started having classical singing lessons, I did that for a couple of years, and um, it was really just something I wanted to do for myself, with no pressure of having to be like good at it or like performing live in front of un- other people, being judged or anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, only when I basically used. The training for my own music, which, as such, is not quite classic, classical.
0: Well, there's a bit of everything, isn't there?
3: Yeah, exactly. So, um, so when I use it for my own music, that's when I started, like actually performing that.
0: Right. and are you quite comfortable in the performance side of things? You, you kind of mentioned obviously your happy places in the studio, but are you quite happy getting in front of an audience? And Definitely, and it's and not like stuff out there.
3: Yeah, It's not like one's the happy place and one's the not happy place, like for well sure, they're both happy places. Yeah,
0: <laughs> now p- plans going forward. Then, wha- what have you got in your sights? You've obviously got your tour just now.
3: Well, I'm uh, well, I'm touring now, and then I really want to work on finishing up the second album. Um, which is always really a uh, that's the hard bit of the work, like once you compose the rough songs and then doing the detail work and the mixing and the mastering so I really want to get into that then also I have this jellyfish project going on where we wanna till the end of the year also uh, have a a whole album complete to then um, continue with our project because our original plan is to make an album and out of that jellyfish album we create a jellyfish opera so that is the next step for that project and then also i have some other project i slowly want to work on like a space opera maybe and um it's lots of stuff to do and also in uh in winter i'm planning to tour through germany with another uh, musician to give double concerts through germany so yeah it's It's lots to do.
0: (laughs) Now, you mentioned your first album. Remind us of the name of it.
3: Uh, Sculptural Rituals.
0: And uh, all the streaming sites, is it? Yeah,
3: yeah, it's on all the streaming sites, like on Spotify or on iTunes, wherever you get your music from.
0: And you've got videos out there as well? Sorry? Videos, YouTube? Yeah,
3: exactly. There are like several videos uh, for several songs. Some of them actually mapped it. <laughs> you see, it's a sort of quite close collaboration. Yeah, his fingerprints were all <laughs> over it. Yeah. Um, and then also I created a, instead of a vinyl, I, I felt like, okay, the title is Sculpture Ritual. So what people should get if they want like some hardware thing, uh-huh. uh, it should be like a Sculpture Ritual. So I created holograms. Uh, that you can use with your phone so you get like a hologram pyramid and a QR code and then for every song there's a hologram video so you can set up like a 3D hologram um, at your home. So if you want one of them, um, just contact me.
0: (laughs) Right, so they're still available then?
3: Yeah, they're still available, yeah.
0: Right, do you think we could manage another couple of songs? Sure. What's the next one? What what are you going to do for us? Mm.
3: Next one would be Sculpture rituals
0: Right you know, but Do you go on with that?
4: From my creation I love all my children I love all my children I love all my children myself through the darkness towards the light of day I love all my children
0: Thanks, Eileen. Was that reverse vocals there, was it, at the end? Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, socials, then, I guess if people want to keep an eye on what you're up to, we need to tell them what all the socials are. So, And maybe you, you need to spell your name as well, because we've been chatting, but obviously you have an unusual spelling in our country anyway for Eileen.
3: Yeah, it's um, the Turkish version of it. <laughs> so it's A Y L I. and and then Leclerc, that's French. (laughs) It's L-E-C-L-A-I-R-E.
0: And socials then, where should people be looking? Do you have a a website?
3: I have a website and there are also some like contacting details on there. So um, people can check out the website, it's com, And there's also Instagram obviously with aileenleclerc, you can find me, I'm very sure. Yeah, so I think that those are the main ones.
0: <laughs> right. And um, are you off tonight? Are you heading off tonight? Or are you off tomorrow? What's, what's the plans tonight?
4: I guess we
3: will still have to discuss that. Right. Whether I still have to drive for a long way or can enjoy a beer. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. And I guess the camper van gives you all that flexibility as well, doesn't
3: exactly, it? Exactly,
0: yeah. <laughs> right, shall we do one more last song then? What have you got for us?
3: Yeah, sure. Um... So we got Chateau, it's a song about my grandma in Turkey.
0: Right, I let you go on with that.
4: Let him let Wanted to share the pain of reliving the good memories and old melodies. Every year the whole family got together joy and pleasure just for lot. <laughs> <laughs> but I won't show a tear It's the reality of ending That I feel this part of me is just memory And maybe arms am so The pure energy a child fantasy, a team of child receive That she lovingly gave me It's the end. Never thought I would miss all the joy and the happiness come to this Never thought I would miss all the joy and the happiness It's the end Never thought I would miss all the joy and the happiness come to this I thought I would miss
1: all the joy and the happiness Seni bekliyorum Seni de çok uğradım.
0: Thank you very much. Eileen, is that your grandmother featuring uh, Is it?
3: Exactly, yeah. It's old uh, audio tapes that I recorded when she was telling her uh, life story to right. me before her mind sort of disappeared.
0: Yeah, well it's nice to have that for yeah. posterity, isn't it?
3: Exactly, and sometimes you just like, you know, need to put it in a song, as cheesy as it sounds, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> helps.
0: I've got to thank you for doing this and coming in and it always takes a bit of effort, especially when you're coming from Dusseldorf as well uh, it always takes a bit of effort to get this up and running and you've brought plenty of equipment in as well, so so once more thanks for doing that.
3: Yeah, thank you so much uh, for inviting me, it's been a real pleasure.
0: And if you're passing again in the future, you know where we are just give us a bell and we can sort something else out another time.
3: Sounds good And all the
0: best for the rest of the tour Thank you Now I'm going to play a track that's one of my favourites. This is Cocteau Twins and this is Heaven or Las Vegas.
5: You're listening to Rebellious Jukebox with Derek Derek McCutcheon on Cam Land Radio, 107.9 AM.
0: White family there and I am Markie Smith and I see they have a gig going Saturday the 9th of September so they're obviously back out and about again Here's Catherine Joseph, this is from 2022 and this is what is keeping you alive makes me want to kill them for <laughs> And Joseph there. Just a bit time for me to go. I hope you caught this live session from Eileen LeClaire. I'm gonna close the show with Haystack Monolith and Magic Bull. And this is Fraser McCallum. His album launches on Wednesday night at the Flying Duck. This is Corrugated Iron. <laughs>
6: Icon With a swatter and a French make costume Your love is fading I think I'm better than Can't comprehend, I've done the UTM. They're coming to get me. It's inevitable, like the
5: Clackin', having a laugh, she was telling jokes about naked, she bracing motorbikes and Suzuki jeans. She only stopped two drinks on white and was lavishly laced with turbulence high The warp, the way through life and death from heaven to earth and back. The warp the way through life and death from heaven to earth and back. She carried on with so much gusto. The way through life and death on heaven to earth and back.